who is this future version of you? Who do you want her to be? And if it is relationships, whether it's parenting, friendships, business, like really start being her now. And, you know, I think a lot of us say like, oh, I want the dream job or the dream car or the dream relationships or the dream friendships. And it's like, once I got here, I was like, no, I'm going to literally start doing it now. Are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach individuals across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, my hope is that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hey there, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp, and are you in for a treat today? If you are listening to the Courage Cast for the very first time, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I hope that you find so much value out of this episode. But let me tell you, this is a collaborative effort between my friend Jillian Murphy, who is an incredible sales mentor, and myself. And if you are listening to this podcast, either you have already listened to her episode over on Sales and Social, or you are listening to the Courage Cast and are finding out that the first half of this episode is actually located over on the Sales and Social podcast. And so to find that episode, I'm actually going to include it in the show notes for you. So it's really easy for you to go over there, listen to the first part of that episode, and then jump back over here and finish it off. Now, I approached Jillian not that long ago while she was in Arizona because I had this brilliant idea. Basically said to her, you know what? I would love to interview you and talk about the brave steps that you've taken by going to Arizona for six weeks and really getting out of your comfort zone. What have you learned when it comes to your business, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to your spiritual and energetic way of being? And let me tell you, this episode does not disappoint. And for part two, which you're about to hear, we really dive into those expansive moments that Jillian had. And I'm so grateful that she allowed me to really have this conversation with her and to talk about some of the things that she learned and how she is taking brave steps in her own life. So I trust that this is going to also empower you as well. So without further ado, here is part two of our collaboration. Okay, Jillian. So We've heard all about your incredible journey to take six weeks to go to Arizona and how it has like literally shifted your life. (laughs) And like, spoiler alert, what's the big thing? You're actually going to be taking a big move. Yeah, I'll definitely be moving here, whether that's splitting my time or moving here full time. Uh, Arizona is definitely where I will be calling home. Yeah, I, I think it's so cool. Like, okay, so I want to, you know, take us a little on a little bit of a turn. If you were listening to the past episode, you have to go back and take a listen at how Jillian has got here. Mm -hmm. 
But one of the things that I know of Jillian is, you know, she has been kind of like one of those, you know, very practical, logical um, people who is like, okay, I'm not into the spiritual. I'm not into the woo-woo. And then she makes a decision to take six weeks and go to like one of the most spiritual places. Yeah. And I want to know, like, how has that impacted you spiritually and energetically? I would say it definitely has brought a new sense of calm into my life. Um, it has definitely made me see life a little bit different. Um, it's definitely opened my eyes to some things um, that I probably wouldn't have done. I mean, I've done breath work here. I've done sound healing here. I've done meditation here. I've done goddess yoga here. Who are you? I know, right? Like, what the <laughs> hell is happening? Um, um, so yeah, so it's. I will say the reason that I can also travel for six weeks is because I have a sales process and I'm very logical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's throw that in there, a little plug. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it has has definitely opened me up to some of those things. And, you know, I've, I've been around a, a lot of expanders this year. And it's interesting, you know, I'm in a mastermind right now with everyone is a seven figure earner, if not an eight figure earner. And I've learned so much strategically from them. But I'm telling you, a lot of it is like, the practices that they're doing the inner work that they're doing, the breath work that they're doing. And it's funny because we have one girl in our mastermind who I swear to God, every time she says it's breath work, I literally like throw in the eye roll emoji. But then I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Like maybe it is breath work, right? Like I'm literally the girl that's like, this is not breath work. But then I'm like, maybe it is because I do know all the strategy, right? Like I do know all the logic. So um, I feel like you know, maybe there is this piece that I should tap into. Um, so yeah, who knows? I'm still waiting for my G-Wagon to show up on my driveway. I'm talking to the moon. I'm doing all the things. So we'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Maybe that'll be a follow-up episode. Well, it's it's funny because, you know, you're so right. Like, I think that be because of the fact that you have such an incredible process and mm -hmm. you've also established a really great community for yourself that you know how to nurture your audience and you know how to bring them along the ride that afforded you the opportunity to be able to go do this, mm -hmm. which I think there would be a lot of entrepreneurs like, oh, I'd love to go do this. But because mm -hmm. you have that, you know, energy, that masculine sales energy going on in the background, mm -hmm. you can now lean into that feminine energy yeah. and allow yourself to open up to things. So what things are you opening up to when it comes to even like, the expansion in your own personal life. So like, are there, are there areas or like, feel like they're being tapped on and like, okay, Jillian, we're trying to get your attention here. Yeah. I feel like one is even like with my health, I feel like there were some signs that I needed to like slow down. Right. So I know even on, you know, our previous episode, you know, we talked about the fact that like, I really feel better here, you mm -hmm. know, in you know, I talked a little bit about like, oh, I think it's the weather, right? Maybe it's the weather, maybe it's the sunshine. But, you know, in all actuality, I have not worked that hard in Arizona at all. I mean, I have taken care of my current clients um, and I've taken care of both of my masterminds, but I have not worked in air quotes that hard. So that could also be a huge part of why I actually feel better, right? The body keeps score. So it's like, is that a part of it? It's like, is this hustle mentality been tied to why I actually feel better, right? Do I feel better here? Because I'm also in more of, it's eye roll and, 
you know, quote in more flow, right? It's like, maybe that's why I feel better here, right? Because I'm not like grinding and hustling and doing all of these things, right? I'm mm-hmm. sleeping better here. Um, I'm not going to bed stressed out because I'm not in hustle, right? So maybe it's like I'm sleeping better here. So I do think that there are some things that I have listened to that maybe um, I are helping me expand more, you know, I'm not really watching TV here. So like, there's just, there's things that I think I've been a little bit more open to here that I think my body is also kind of listening to here as well. And you know, it's interesting, even last week, and I'm sure we'll talk about it on the podcast, but even last week, I did, I was not on social media one time other than one story graphic. And I had my largest sales week in my membership. Now, my membership is $37, not a high ticket, but mm-hmm. I had my largest sales ever in my membership last week. So that was even a great testament of like not being on in air quotes at all still generated so much. And I actually had this conversation this morning with my mentor, Chris Harder, and we talked about the fact of like, that was such a great example of like, you don't have to be on, you just need to let your community know where they can buy things. So it's like, you know, I think so often it's like, oh, we got, we got to get the post out. We got to get the stories out. We got to get the emails out. We got to get all these things. We got to, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to tell them where to buy. I got to tell them, DM me, DM me all the things. And it's like, that was such a great reminder of like, I did not tell one person last week to sign up for anything or to buy anything. And I had my largest influx of sales last week in the membership. So, you know, it was some, some big eye openers last week for me. Yeah. I think that, you know, like leaning into more of an ease and flow you know, as much as like you said, it can be like an eye roll moment mm-hmm. really does open you up to something bigger than you. Yeah. And I think that the oftentimes when we're in more of the masculine energy, yeah. it becomes dependent on us. Like I have to show up. I have mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. I, 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 whereas almost like when we're in this space of like, okay, you know, God, universe, collective consciousness, whatever is like working on our behalf is helping us along. We are in more of a trust mode. Uh, I think that is a game changer for all of us, really. And I know for you, you had a pretty big event happen Mm -hmm. that wasn't a pre-planned event. Mm -mm. It wasn't something you would want to have happened, Mm -mm. but Give us a little bit of a background of like what happened to you last week, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So I actually went out kayaking with actually one of my clients inside of my membership. And it was really just supposed to be like a very casual day kayaking. Um, I'm not a strong swimmer at all. Um, I'm not someone who spends a lot of time on the water at all. And really, she was just like, hey, do you want to like go out and spend some time on the water? And I was like, sure. And um, the water shifted very quickly about two hours into our trip. Um, and I had been faced and put in water that I had never been put in before. Uh, my kayak flipped. At the point in which my kayak flipped, I was put into the water. I lost my kayak. I lost my oar. Um, I even lost my shoes, which is so interesting, you guys, because my shoes were actually tied I had tennis shoes uh, tied to my feet and which tells you like how rough the waters were Uh, because when I got pulled out of the water, I actually was like, my shoes are actually gone off of my feet. Um, And I was actually trapped in the water for almost 75 minutes, literally fighting for my life. And um, looking back, it was a week ago today. And looking back, there were moments that I was literally fighting for my life. And there there was also moments that I was like, should I just give up? Because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I can literally swim anymore. Um, 
there was nobody with me. Um, when, when I had flipped my kayak, she actually continued to go because she, she was in her own kayak and she couldn't get back to me. And unfortunately what happened was I was in a place where the currents were taking me so bad that it actually threw me into like this brush and I ended up holding myself up into these trees, but where I was, people couldn't get to me. So anybody that had gone by me or had seen me like literally screaming, like I was literally screaming at the top of my lungs for help. They could not get to me. They were like, we can't get to you. So people were trying to get to me, um, but they actually couldn't. So I was about 75 minutes before somebody got to me. Um, it was horrible. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. I probably will not ever get in water again for the rest of my life. Um, but it was, it was awful. It was terrible on my nervous system on everything, but I will tell you, I learned so much about gratitude in that moment in like the people that did come to help me. There was one woman that came back to get me and I don't know how she did it. And all she kept saying was, I'm going to get you. She's like, I will get to you. And she was literally fighting with everything that she could to get me. I would see her. She would go up the current and then she would get pushed back. And then she would go up the current and she would get pushed back. And I kept saying like, it's okay. And she was like, I'm going to get you. And it was like, I saw like she was willing to do everything she could to get to me. And yeah, I'm just, I'm in so much gratitude for that woman. Wow. Like that is, well, huge perseverance on Mm -hmm. both of your parts. What was going through your mind, even like, you know, beyond the, like, am I going to survive this? Like what, what kind of thoughts were, were happening? Uh, there was literally three thoughts going through my mind. There was one was, I'm not going to make it out here. Like there was a thought that I literally said, I am going to die in the salt river. And this is going to be awful that a trip that I wasn't even sure that I wanted to be on that. I literally, my parents did not want me to be on. Uh, My mom was literally begging me to like come back home with her. I was like, I'm going to die on this river. Like that's literally all I kept thinking. Then I was like, you are going to hold on to this tree for as long as you possibly need to. So I was literally like holding myself up on these trees. And I was like, you're just going to hold yourself up on these trees as long as you can. You guys also remember I'm in Arizona. It was 109 degrees. So I was like basking in the sun, right? And Mm -hmm. it was hot and the water was frigid. So I was like, I don't know how long I'm going to make it out here. Like I'm freezing in the water and I'm like literally dehydrating myself in this heat, right? Yeah. And then the third thought was, I have no idea where I am. I'm in this river. You guys, this is not like a small river in your backyard. I was literally in a river. I had not seen my friend in over an hour. I had no idea where I was. I had no idea where I parked. I had no idea of anything. I lost my phone. I lost my ID. I lost my money. I lost everything. So I even thought to myself, when somebody does get me, I don't even know where I am. Like, how am I going to get out? So it was really these like three feelings that I had in I will tell you, it was a ton of resilience that I had, but honestly, the biggest resilience came when I got out of that water, because once I got out of that water, I had to figure out how to get home. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have an ID. I didn't have access to money. I didn't have anything. And all I wanted to do was go home at that moment. And I could not go home because I didn't even have enough gas to get home. 
I didn't have access to get to a bank to get me cash to get home. I didn't have an ID to even get me to a hotel for three days to get home. Like I didn't even have the opportunity to get home at this point. Um, so yeah, last week there was so many emotions that it was like, I want to go home. I don't want to go home. Um, but I stayed even down to the fact of like having to ask a stranger for gas money, having to go back to my Airbnb and walk down to the pool and being like, Hey guys, I need to borrow somebody's address here to get like a phone shipped to me. I mean, I had to like problem solve like no other and I did it and I'm super glad, mm -hmm. but it was interesting because I came here for a reset. So talk about like the woo, right? The woo yeah. of the non woo. I came here for a reset and I literally got a reset because I got a phone that lost everything. I got a reset of like all my credit cards, all my money, all my ID. Like last week I had a total reset of my life. I mean, I got my cell phone back and I had not a single picture, not a single phone number, not a single password, not a single app um, because I had not backed up my phone because I'm 107 with tech since 2018. So I literally got a phone back with nothing on it. So it was a full reset. Wow. So there were things happening kind of behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And then of course, like, you know, there were things happening for you now, yeah. you know, you know, me, like I, I believe that there is something guiding us yeah. at all times. And, um, what was that like for you in that kind of that moment? Cause I know you said you were like going back and forth between like, oh my gosh, I might die in this river. Yeah. And then I'm going to hold on as long as I can. Mm -hmm. How yeah. did you feel um, at that moment when it comes to your own spiritual, mm -hmm. you know, space? Yeah. So interestingly enough, that retreat that I went on to, uh, that I didn't want to go on to, that I was there for 12 hours. The only sermon that I went to was that Friday night. And I had a pamphlet or manual, whatever it is that you they call it. Right. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I wrote on the back of that was Jesus take over because it was interesting. He said he was talking about, I don't really know what this priest was talking about, but he was talking about something. And he said, you know, there's going to be a point in your life where you're going to literally need to hand everything over and just be like, Jesus take over. Like, I can't control anything. And it was so interesting because when I was literally hanging on to that bush, that pamphlet like popped in my mind. And I just kept saying like, Jesus, take over, like Jesus, take over, like Jesus, take over. Like I literally have no control out here. Like these are your waters. Like these are, this is your land, right? Like you have all of the control right now. So it was so interesting because my dad had told me when I had finally told him that I had left that retreat, he said, Jill, Whatever you got out of that retreat, whether you were there for an hour, whether you just walked in there, whatever you got out of there, babe, you got what you needed to get out of there. I'm not mad. I'm glad you went, whatever, whatever you needed to get out of there, you got out of there. And I never forgot that. And then when I was on that river, the only thing I got out of that retreat was that one thing I wrote down there. And that was literally what I needed this week to get through. So it's interesting how it was kind of like full circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like that that story. And, and, you know, I think sometimes we can get so caught up in thinking we need to solve everything. And, and that like, you know, you've talked about, you know, surrendering mm -hmm. and knowing that you don't have to hustle for 
you know, to grow your business. You can be in this ease. You can be in this flow. You can, you know, make friends in a whole new way. You can be provided for like gas money, like people just coming in and taking care of you that you don't even know. Oh my gosh, Andrea, I had people literally on my Instagram who like had been following me like for years or whatever, literally messaging me saying like, Hey, I've been following you on Instagram for years. I know that you're in Arizona. Maybe I'm not your people. Maybe I am, but like, I just live 20 minutes away. Do you want to come here and like, hang out with me and my family for the weekend, watch movies. I'll make you food. Hey, I don't know how far away you are in Arizona, but like, if you want me to like DoorDash you food, Hey, I'm in the area. If you want me to bring you something like it was unbelievable. Like the amount of outpour that I got, and this is also what I'll say, mm-hmm. the people who you think are going to reach out, they don't. Yeah. It's usually the people who like are like the strangers or the people who you never think would. And this is where I also saw like a lot of true colors from like my own family, my own like in air quotes, good friends, best friends who like would watch my stories and saw what I went through last week and I didn't get shit from. And then it was like random freaking strangers who were like my everything last week. And that was also talk about like the woo of like cutting strings and like boundaries. It was a real big eye opener last week. Wow. So like, there's like, I mean, I feel like you're telling me Mm -hmm. you're going to go back to Michigan, a different person. 100%. Like, I know my sister's not going to listen to this podcast. My younger Mm -hmm. sister watched my stories, never even sent me a message or like reached out. And like that relationship will be different moving forward. And then I have people who literally didn't even like know me, who maybe like follow me on Instagram or like whatever, and were literally willing to do anything for me last week. And it's like, you know, people are in your life for a certain reason. And like, it was, it was just unbelievable. And you really see who shows up for you, mm-hmm. whether it's relationships, whether it's parents, whether it's siblings, where it's friends. And, you know, our good friend, Kimberly Valerie, who I know, you know, I made a yeah. comment to her last week. And I said, you know, my best friend didn't show up for me last week. And she said, because she's not your best friend anymore. Oh, she was your best friend in high school. She's not your best friend anymore. Yeah. And it was, You know, I think that's a great lesson for a lot of us. Like maybe there's people, relationships, family members, siblings, whatever that we're holding on to so strong and they're not our people anymore. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like in order to get out of your comfort zone, kind of like we talked about the first part of the episode on, on your podcast, you know, in order to get out of your comfort zone, there has to be big changes, Mm -hmm. like big shifts. Like you can't just say, I'm going to do one little thing and then hope that that's going to like be enough for you to, to take a bigger step. Mm-hmm. It's literally sometimes means cutting off those relationships. It means doing things a different way. It means like, like you said, energetically shifting all of your bank accounts and your cards and your, you know, like there's something to be said about that. Like the universe, God was like, yeah. So you asked for something new. Mm-hmm. I'm delivering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not yeah. in the way you would have expected, mm-hmm. mind you. Yeah. But also you're safe. Mm-hmm. You were kept safe. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, you have nine lives. My mom says that too. She's <laughs> like, I swear to God, you have nine lives. Like it, it's to me, like sometimes it seems like 
Like I, I, I look at him like how in the world, but you are moving into your life in a whole new way. You're moving through life in a whole new way now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. One of my mentors, and I know, you know, her too, Lindsay Schwartz, you know, she always says like, there's parts of you that literally need to die in mm-hmm. order to get to your next chapter. So, you know, take that for what that's worth. And if you guys listen to the podcast today. Yeah. So as you like move forward and if there's somebody listening to this and they like, you know, follow this whole journey, right. Maybe like they're your people, mm-hmm. but maybe they're people who've you've never even been introduced to you until today. Yeah. What do you want to leave them with? Yeah. I think, you know, it's interesting. So one of the things I got while I was actually here is a tattoo mm-hmm. and it actually says be her now. And this is a model that I've really lived by for a long time, but I really lived by it since I've been here even more. And that's actually why I got it tattooed on me while I was here. And stay tuned because we have some really epic gear coming around this quote. Uh, It's going to be really cool. But I think that it's like, who is this future version of you? Who do you want her to be? And if it is relationships, whether it's parenting, friendships, business, like really start being her now. And, you know, I think a lot of us say like, oh, I want the dream job or the dream car or the dream relationships or the dream friendships. And it's like, once I got here, I was like, no, I'm going to literally start doing it now. And, you know, I'm just going to give you another quick example. I was like three weeks into this trip and I had sent Jason a picture of a picture and one picture it had the mountains and it had the palm trees. And he said, oh my God, that's so beautiful. And I said, I want to live here. And he said, when we retire, we can move there. And I said, I'm not waiting 40 years to live somewhere that brings me joy. I'm going to live here now because we don't know if we get tomorrow, whether it's a kayak accident, a car accident, funds, whatever, right? So it's like, stop waiting for tomorrow. Like literally live that life now, start being her now. And that was on a a Thursday and that Saturday I got that tattoo. And it's very, it's why I'm moving back here. I don't want to wait 10 years to live somewhere that I love. I don't want to wait 20 years to live somewhere that I love. Right. And does it take courage? Yeah. Will it be hard to move back here and leave friendships and relationships and family? Of course. But like, that's what courage takes to live a life that like you're unapologetic that you're happy about. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. I really come visit me. You come visit me. One hundred percent. Yay! In fact, I might even like bring my dog and Um, get an Airbnb for four weeks myself. I mean, come do it. It's going to be amazing. Do a whole month and because it'll change your life. Yeah, because I'm totally down with this, and I just want to say thank you for sharing your story with me. I know this is you know, going to inspire and encourage other people to take brave steps in their own life, whether it's in their business, in their relationships, in, you know, their expansive journey spiritually, whatever way you need to move on something, I encourage you to take that brave step in your own life. And Jillian, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you you so, so much. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you. Okay. That was so much fun. Honestly, when I was just, you know, even just thinking back to part one of the episode, we laughed so much. We had such a great time talking about all of the things that she has learned within her business, how she has, you know, taken brave steps to, you know, shift out of her comfort zone. And 
in part two, talking about that energetic expansion that she experienced. And friend, I have to say, like it has really truly inspired me to look at the places in my own life that maybe I've been playing a little bit small and staying in my own comfort zone. And I would ask you the same thing, like what is that one thing that you are feeling right now on your heart needs to change? Where do you need to take that step in your own life? I would absolutely love to know. If you have listened to this episode and just love it, please screenshot it, tag both of us so that we know what your big takeaway was. And a huge thank you to Jillian for being on this journey with me, for being such a wonderful friend and mentor. And friend, I hope that we can connect as well. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crelly.